Yeah. So I got my boat tie on, yeah I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah Wow, wow I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah I could be suitin' up So I got my bow tie on, yeah Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow I could be suitin' up so I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chillin' now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow ties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bow Ties. It is the Kid XAB. It's your man, distinguished the God. It's your guy, D Flow. All right, and we are here to give you the weekly goodness that you come here for. Uh, we have fixed our schedule a little bit so that we're a little bit more timely. So let's see how that works out for you listeners. If y'all hear a difference and y'all like it, please make sure to hit us up on the dad hats and bow ties IG page at dad hats and bow ties. Um, but yeah, anybody got an all man moment? I know what mine is. Looking at this nigga D flow with a fucking haircut. <laughs> this nigga just this nigga just slid on on the podcast with a whole fresh haircut, licking his lips and whatnot. That's my all man for the week. Listen, bro. Listen, oh, man. Shit. No, I had to come on with you know? Yo, D Flow. Look at this nigga, say he can't, he, he can't stop touching his face. He can't stop. Fuck you forever, right now, D Flow. Fuck you forever, bro. Happy birthday, King. The King's birthday's tomorrow. Happy birthday, bro. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, happy but uh, happy early birthday. I'm gonna be blowing up your phone extra now just because you got a fucking haircut tomorrow, man. God damn. <laughs> That's cause. I appreciate it, man. Anybody else oh, got an all man though? Yeah, I got a. I definitely got an all man. So as y'all know, son, my fucking job and these coworkers. So for those of you guys who don't know, my job has been on some stupid shit for the last few months, particularly with my black ass. But gears have shifted, my friends. So I'm not gonna say his name because I don't know if niggas really do listen to it or not. Um, you just never know. So long story short, one of my coworkers that I told my district manager, I said, Mister So and So. Mr. So-and-so is sick. I don't want to get sick. He's very sick. He's coming to work with pink eyes, and his face is, like, red. He told me, Mr. Gray, don't worry about it. We don't really know if he has anything. He could just be having allergies. I said, you're right, but that don't look like allergies. My friends, he has pneumonia. I called it. I called it. I I said, he's sick. Niggas didn't want to listen to me. I said, the nigga's sick. That was two months ago. Last week, it was uh, it was confirmed that he has pneumonia. Now, he's supposed to not come to work. This motherfucker has white privilege because he's white. He still came to work, y'all. Not only did he come to work, he does know that pneumonia is contagious. Now, this is the icing on the cake. Well, pneumonia this is isn't contagious. Pneumonia isn't Well, con- the, the shit that he has, bro, this is what he said that makes me believe that he wants it to be contagious. Just the icing on the cake, y'all. I hope you're ready. The nigga goes, I wish 
such and such employees would have caught pneumonia. Oh, snap. Oh, I can't make this up. Yeah, well, that's that's that just is ignorant. I I I, I, I can't make this up. That's um, some bullshit right there. Typically, He's, typically <laughs> pneumonia is caused by a bacteria, um, and pneumonia is is a normally it, pneumonia is pretty much more of a symptom than an actual like cold. It's not like it's not like a cold. It's more of a symptom. Your lungs filling up with whatever, whether it be liquid or mucus. Or whatever, and that's what causes pneumonia. So you can't catch pneumonia from somebody. Um, you can catch the bacteria that causes pneumonia, and uh, and you can catch the virus. Sometimes it's rarely viral, but they there's two different types: there's viral pneumonia and there's bacterial pneumonia. Yeah, the one that one that the one that's more running around with COVID is viral pneumonia, and the bacterial pneumonia normally spans from just buildup of bacteria and, and that spreads to your lungs and like what like I said it fills up your lungs but if it is viral pneumonia then that technically can be caught but technically but that's super yeah. super rare it's super yeah it's not it's not a common thing you that that the acute pneumonia that's always going around is more bacteria it's normally that's a bacterial yeah yeah that's more of the common pneumonia Thank you, Dr. Bishop and Dr. Flowers. All the fuck Dr. Gray is saying is I don't want to catch that shit. I don't want it. I told I told niggas he was sick. They didn't want to listen to me. And now he got pneumonia. So now I'm like, all right, cool. Boom, check it out. If the nigga becomes even more sick, what the fuck y'all going to do? He came to work with a, with a fucking, uh, I think, Fugazi doctor's note. Because the doctor cleared him for work two days after he was diagnosed with pneumonia. Now, listen, I call a square, square, and a circle, a circle. Either he knows somebody on the inside, or that's a fake doctor's note. Nah, and with pneumonia, if, if they determine it to be bacterial, they will send you... They'll either tell... They'll tell you to stay home, or they'll, or they'll give you antibiotics and say that you can resume your, your normal program. Especially if it's walking pneumonia. If it's walking pneumonia, then technically, walking pneumonia means you could... You still function and everything. The lungs isn't at capacity where you're going to have a, where you're going to have a, a, a um, collapsed lung or anything like that. But with the antibiotics, it heals up pretty quickly, like within a week or so. Man, Something two weeks ago, Flo, that nigga was talking like he had bronchitis. I swear on my grandmother's grave, he was <laughs> coughing like he had. Bronchitis. Nah, he probably was mad sick, and the joint probably starting to clear up. And he went to the doctor. They told him it was bacterial. There's nothing they could really do. Besides, give him antibiotics, and um, he probably asked if he could still work. And they told him, "Well, sure, it's not contagious um, mm -hmm. if your job is going to allow it." The problem I have with the whole story is your job shouldn't allow nobody that's showing symptoms of anything. This is be, what I'm saying. To be in there. This is what I'm saying, bro. Especially with COVID going on, so that nigga coughed two times too tough. <laughs> Boy, you, you gotta stay home, man. <laughs> You liable to, for you out here, you liable to get fucked up coughing. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, like, the nigga come with the call. Let me like, all right, bro. <laughs> yeah. Either you go home or you get fucked up. Pick, yeah. your, pick and choose your battles. Bro. What you finna do right now? Like, battles. what's up? What you finna <laughs> That's do? That's a fact. That's you a fact. Do the do. You got you gotta you get you gotta hit him with the finning to do, bro. Like, what you finna do, bro? <laughs> Look him dead in his eye, yo. What you finna do? What you finna exactly. do, boy? Like, so 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 Jonathan, if you're hearing this, fuck you. <laughs> Nigga said his name, son. Right. 
<laughs> Welcome back to Dad Has a Vote Time. I told y'all niggas. D Flow, you got an old man? <laughs> nah, man. A nigga looking fresh. And. <laughs> My head is living life, man. <laughs> Yo, fuck this nigga, man. <laughs> Is that, is that one nigga be like, you know that one nigga be like, yo, we heading out tonight. Yo, what y'all wearing tonight? Nah, bro, I'm be chilling. I ain't wearing nothing crazy. That nigga come out with the Gucci yo. Louis Prada every with two the <laughs> That nigga pull up fresh to death, bro. The nigga got a rental. Like, the nigga got a rental, rental Porsche. The rental Porsche, bro. Three chains on. Everything, bro. Yeah, yo, you all headed to the strip club. Only $100 each. That nigga pull up with a thousand dollars. talking about, oh, nah, bro, you know, just trying to do it for the hoes. Nah, nigga. You, you, what are you doing, son? What are you doing? <laughs> trying to make everybody look bad, everybody son. Everybody look bad, bro. I don't know, oh, bro. Oh, my God, listen. I don't know, man. Let's get into the shits, though. Because um, I know you got some birthday behavior to get into. So uh, you're going to have to dip out on us. But, uh. All right, did y'all did y'all see that video of the white couple that came out guns ablaze uh, to the no. black Black Lives protest that was going on? No. Oh no. man, so uh, in St. Louis, right? Yeah, they were marching to the mayor's house in order to talk to the mayor or, or protest in front of the mayor um, regarding some some bill that that she was trying to or some comments that she said or something like that that they didn't agree with, and these two white folks. Came out of their plantation home with a AK-47 looking gun and a, a handgun and basically started threatening them, waving the guns around as if they was going to shoot. So, uh, yeah, the protests are still going on, even though they're not getting that much coverage. Um, mm. But this is the <clears throat> shit that black bodies have to deal with just to protest right. for equality. I don't understand how. Someone going to protest something causes you that much anger and strife that you feel you got to rush out of your house with two guns like you about to spray everybody down. I don't know what's going on. That's wild. That's wild. I don't know, bro. I saw that joint this morning, actually. And, you know, Karen and Steve, (laughs) I don't know what their real names are. Sounds about white. Yeah, it sounds sounds about as white as it gets. (laughs) Yeah. So... Karen pulled out with the with the chrome handy, feel me? Chrome, chrome, chrome handy. And Steve with the, I don't know what type of gun that is, but a semi, know. a semi, a, it's more, I mean, a semi, it's like a fully automatic rifle. Bump stop, all of that. Bump stop, you know, with his, with his shirt tucked in, with the belt on, you know, mm-hmm. looking like he meant to be at the job. But I think they're home. both lawyers as well. <clears throat> both are St. Louis lawyers. And pulled up and start pointing their guns even though video is on them people are watching them these are the type of things man this is when i go into my conspiracy bag i feel that this doing it for the for cloud is the wrong word but i just think they're doing it to provoke people yeah for sure and it's like come on now you do some wacky shit like that it's like and it's like either you're just being brazen or you're or you're doing it for a purpose you want somebody to attack you yeah Cause if you, you pull out a gun excuse. on me, that's self defense. If I come beat your ass, that's how I look bro, at it. You pull out a gun, a fully automatic rifle, bro. What if, what if, what if he went two screws loose and just start spraying, spraying bro, 60, 70 bullets in the crowd? Then what? 
And then what? Niggas go into a full revolt. And then what? Oh, right. this is what we're talking. Nah, y- y'all threatening people's lives now. They're not we're, out there with no guns. No. And could you imagine if a black couple came out of their crib with, with some white people protesting animal cruelty with a fucking Uzi and, and fucking Glock 40, like just ready to spray down or, or pointing it at some white people? That would be bro, the biggest news you, of the century. I, I promise you, bro, if if we were protesting and, and some of the militant black people decide they're going to be pulling up with their guns, not to point it at no one, but just to show that the muscle is there. I promise you, bro, it will the full riot gear is going to come out. Tanks. It's all gonna, that It's going to be tanks. Nigga. There might be a Robocop somewhere. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> there might be a full on Robocop talking about put your guns down. And That's a fact. Shit like that. So I'm just saying, don't don't present a situation y'all don't want in return. Cause it could get there. It definitely could. And and that's the issue. Now, I came across this information right before we got on. Dr. Dre and his wife have well, his wife filed for a divorce after them being together for twenty four years. So fellas, wow. my question is she she cited irreconcilable differences. My question is, what could possibly happen that would cause someone to divorce their spouse after 24 years and two kids? What could uh, possibly be the reason? Uh, I think uh, I think D Flo should go first. I, I have I have a hunch, but I think D Flo should go first. Um, it's funny because I'm thinking about it now in my head. I I don't I don't I don't think there's no malice there. I just think they've grown apart. You feel me? I think as time yeah. passes by, and as a lover of music myself, I can see where your passion takes over certain things. And once that once that becomes the case, it doesn't matter what riches you have. It doesn't matter what money you got. When when she starts to feel like she comes second to everything concerning your passion. There's only but at some point the straw is going to break at some point, you know, she's going to have to be like, when am I going to be first? When am I going to take, you know, importance or precedence in your life? From what I've heard, and, Dr. Dre is always in the studio from people that we know that work with him. He mm-hmm. is always in the studio, yeah. like 24 seven type situation. So I could definitely and he's at that age where fucking probably is not a priority for him. Hey, yeah. yeah, probably not. And 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 at this point in his life, she's more like, yo, like I thought after you made all this money, at first it starts off, yo, I'm doing this because I'm trying to provide a better life for me and my family, and then it turns into, well, you done made all this money, so what? Why are you still going so hard? Right. You know, and I I could I could only assume that at this point she's just like, you're a billionaire now, like, why? What is it? Why can't you just you know start to wind down? And yeah, I could see where those arguments happen, and I could, I could assume that you know at some point she's just like, yo, like if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. That doesn't mean I have to be a part of it. And she probably wants to move on and and explore life, especially when you've been with someone that long. She probably just wants to see what else is out there. But she's doing it the accurate way, which is if that's the case, and you know that's what you want to do, then uh, we'll go our separate ways. And you can still do what you love to do, 
and right. she could live the life she wants to live and be with someone else who gives her the attention or whatever. This thing, would you say you had something you was going to add to that? Yeah, yeah. I feel like um, there is a... I think there is a... Not a sickness, but I think there's a mentality that happens <clears throat> primarily with black men who have been taught to do things a certain way um, when they're younger. And once they get into their groove, they just keep doing it no matter what's happening. So in the case of Dr. Dre, I'm going to just use my father as an example. My father is a Jamaican man, born and raised, left Jamaica at a very young age and started working at a very young age because he came from an environment that uh, was not going to be conducive uh, to him if he didn't figure out what he could be good at. And he figured out that he needed to do something so that he wouldn't be poor and he wouldn't be hungry. So he learned to trade all these years of doing the trade. You know, now he's getting ready to retire after like 40 something years in his profession. But the problem that I see that um, he's internally running into is you've made all this money. You've done all these things. At what point do you say enough is enough? When mm -hmm. are you going to say I'm going to stop? And I think that, is a problem not just with a black man, but um, any man who has come from an environment that you really, really know firsthand what struggle and poverty looks like. And because in the back of your mind, I think subconsciously, something in you is telling you, yo, the moment you stop, you're never going to be able to feel as though you've really accomplished anything because you got too comfortable. You got too complacent. And I think maybe that's what Dr. Dre has been experiencing for a long time, even when he's made his millions. And then he became a billionaire sometime last year or the year before. He's probably saying to himself, yo, I can't stop ever. I, I stop when I die. Y'all niggas had y'all pod Wheaties today or some shit? Y'all niggas came to pod. Y'all <laughs> niggas throw, throwing haymakers on the first segment? God damn. Um, nah, I think I think y'all make some valid points. And there's a meme going around that that's kind of basically describing like um kind of i guess is it better to to like be friends with somebody first or just be in love and build the friendship after and like which one of those kind of builds a better relationship um and it could be a, a case of that going on too whatever it is um and i guess i'm just trying to find that meme at some point um that we could kind of decipher it but whatever it is definitely offering dr dre some love and healing and his wife as well Thanks, man that's not an easy thing, regardless of how many years or if they both are on the same page or not. You know, that's that's a struggle. So, yeah. And I, I hope that they remain friends, man, because sometimes divorce isn't the end all be all. It's just a way for each for to give each other that room to live the lives that right. I truly want to live. So at the end of the day, if he if he's better, if she feels like she wants to do her own thing, then that's cool. That doesn't mean they can't be friends anymore. You feel me? So. That's the biggest difference right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last night was the BET Awards. If y'all niggas tell me y'all ain't see it, <laughs> did not see it. So Yo, distinguished, distinguished it. was at work. What the Yo, fuck can I say? Y'all niggas is trash, bro. <laughs> I was at work. <laughs> if, Honestly, bro, I haven't watched the BET Awards in like three or four years, bro. If there was one year to watch the BET Awards, it was this year, nigga. Uh, so the BET, that's what I've been hearing according to the radio. So um, the BET Awards 
aired last night. It was actually phenomenal um, for what it was. Um, as I, I, I had went on a show last night and I was talking about it. And one of the things about BET is they actually have a leg up in this digital space because for a while now they've been doing the social media awards for the last two years. So they actually have a little bit of practice with the idea of taking social media stuff and videos and and doing digital um, efforts to put on award shows. So I think that they incorporated all of that knowledge that they, they had from that. And they mm-hmm. actually put on a show that in some ways I kind of enjoyed a little bit better than the actual BET, you know, with live audience and stuff. It felt even though it was the same amount of time. Things like just came and went like it was like, boom, segment came in. They did a performance. A lot of the performances, because they were basically mini videos, they actually hit really well. You didn't have to worry about like who was going to mess up uh, or who was going to make some awkward moment. Like the videos were really dope. Um, shout out to the baby. The baby had an amazing video for for his performance. Meg, did the baby, did, it- did the baby just release a brand new record? Nah, it's a. It was off of the last project he put, but it's just now kind of picking up traction. Bro, that record to me is tough. Rock I was star? listening to the lyrics. Yeah, Rockstar was fire. Like him and Roddy Rich is fire. I say, that yo, this nigga, the baby, got a career, son. He, he, nah, he this got nigga, a career, baby, son. is the, the next. He's the talented. Three, He's the talented. three up for me is Little Baby, The Baby, and Roddy Rich. Yeah, Roddy niggas. Rich is very talented too. Yeah, very one, talented. One thing I will say that, and I, <laughs> I, I, I've said this before, the baby, the reason why the baby actually has a career is mm-hmm. because he actually puts out a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Not all of them going hit, but he definitely has a few gems within the records he puts out. And he's not so, one dimensional. Like his sound is still a little in a pocket but i think his creativity is not one dimensional like we no, saw his the, creativity is different we saw the suge video mm-hmm. we seen what he did for the bt performance with rockstar at least i saw it y'all niggas ain't see it yet i encourage y'all oh to go watch god. that video oh though. my god oh Yo, my god you should watch that shit though it's lit he starts off the video starts off with with him being george floyd so he's rapping Whoa. while a police Whoa. officer has a knee in his neck and he's what? rapping the he's rapping oh, the rock star lyrics, which is fire. And then it goes nah. into a riot scene with him and the baby versus like the police. It's really dope. Um, wow. Meg the, yeah, Meg Thee Stallion had another dope performance. She uh, see, I like what she did because Meg isn't poli- her image isn't political. Meg is a smart no. girl. She you know is in college, but. She's not political. None of her music has ever went that route. So what she did was she stayed in her lane and she did a Mad Max theme, but all of the the rebels had on Black Lives Matter masks, which is which mm. was fire. Alicia Keys killed that shit. She has a new song that says Perfect um Way to Die, which is wow. oh, yo, shit. that song is crazy, bro. Like <laughs> the lyrics, the piano. It's basically, it's an ode to all of the fallen people to police, police brutality and racism. And it's, wow. and it, it's going through each account of people dying and saying, I guess at least you died young. And I guess that's the perfect way to die. Because there's no other way for us to justify why you had to die in the way that you did. Other than to mm-hmm. say, I guess you had to die young and... And that's the perfect way to die as a martyr or something like that. You got to listen to it. It's really, really fire. 
Um, wow. who, who else had a really dope performance? Usher and Summer Walker did a really dope job. Okay. Um, yeah. They, they performed that, that Summer Walker song. Yeah, and it was her speed. She needs to, to perform all her shits like that. She was sitting on a couch, and the lights and stuff were flickering in the background. She didn't have to do too much, but it looked really good. And Usher did all the extra shit that he does, but then he came over to her side and sang with her. It was dope. It was really, really good. Roddy mm. Rich started the show off. Um, his shit was lit. He did. He played the piano. Um, and he wait, 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 wait. He plays the piano. I guess he was playing it Yo. for the for the intro. I didn't D know that. Flo. Yeah, bro, he, D flow. These rappers, the bro. These rappers, boy. Oh shit. This is the new guard. I'm telling you, Roddy Rich. <laughs> these rappers. The baby and little baby. They if they stay out of trouble, they're the next. The next ones, of course, with Meg. Um, mm -hmm. But they're the next guard. Like, they're the ones taking Damn. it for the next five years. Like, Nigga said I rap and I play the piano. Oh, it's about to be on and popping. So some of our predictions were correct. Some of our predictions were off. Meg Thee Stallion did win Best Female Hip Hop Artist. We predicted wow. that. Wow. Uh, me and Flo said that. <laughs> okay. um, wow. Shout out to Meg. Yeah. Lizzo. She got one. That is. Lizzo did win Best Female R&B Artist. That was your prediction, Ooh. Distinguished. Right. Okay, shout out to Lizzo. Uh, album of the year went to Roddy Rich. I definitely said that nigga was gonna get yeah. that. I, yeah, you definitely <laughs> did say that. You definitely Roddy, said that. Roddy Rich got that one. Um, Meg The Stallion and Nicki Minaj won Viewers Choice Award. I didn't even wait, know they wait, had a wait. Viewers Choice Award. I I didn't even know two people could win Viewers uh, Choice at the same so time. They they won that for Hot Girl Summer. Yeah, I'm guessing that was video. Uh, video must, of the but year. That was, but that was video. that was last year though. It was it was late um 2019. Every I mean yeah late 2019. You gotta rem you gotta remember they're always going to take into account 2019 and 2020 as a BET award. That happened after the last <laughs> BET awards. Okay. Chris Brown and Drake won best collaboration. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I can see wow. why that. That's best for the culture. This was a good record. That's for no the culture. It's a good record. Yeah. Okay. Best new artist went to Roddy Rich. Okay. Okay. Um, best male hip hop artist went to The Baby. D Flow oh, definitely okay. said that. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what else happened. Um, someone else won some shit. I don't know who won best movie. They didn't put I didn't see that yet. Okay. Um, but yeah. I mean, I think they hit it on the they, they hit the nail on the head. All those artists deserve to win. All they the definitely deserve to win. Deserve to be nominated, and they all deserve to win. I'm glad Nicki didn't win Best Female um, Hip Hop because Meg deserved it this year for sure. That's a fact. That's a fact. So the show was good. It was well put together. Um, did um, the the host do a good job or hostess rather? Amanda Seals did a, a great job. Like we said, it was either going to be wokey woke or she was going to be somewhat comedic. Um, and she actually found a balance of both of them. She started off really strong, saying a lot of uh, political. Well, they're not technically not political, but a lot of comments regarding black lives and black people and how this country does not do well by black people. But then mm -hmm. she started to infuse it. With jokes, she did a lot of skits from. Remember, this was the 40th anniversary of BET. So, oh wow, yeah. oh wow. So they were also celebrating that. So she went through all the phases of BET, from BET's Deaf Comedy Jam to BET 106 in Park and BET. Um, uh, what was it? 
with Tigger. What was the name of that show with Tigger? Um, the, the, the basement. Rap City, yeah. yeah. Rap, Rap City, City, yeah. Rap City, yeah. Um, in the basement, so she, yeah. She did skits that were like odes to all those different sections of, of BET's uh, experience and, and time here um, within that 40 years. So I think BET she did a did great a job. Yeah, yeah. She did a lot for the culture, man. I hope that when things open back up, they ask her to, to come back. She did a good job, in my opinion. So Amanda this Sales. Show was all virtual, so no audience, no nothing. It was strictly just virtual. No audience, all virtual. Um, yeah, they. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Yo, somebody car outside, man. This thing. <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah, no, no audience, and it basically was was video clips. Amanda Seals had a green screen in her house, um, that allowed her to like you know do the different skits and stuff. But, nice. But it was super dope. That's fire. I'm proud. Amanda I'm proud of Seals, BT. get your bag. We proud of BT for. Setting the motherfucking tone for award shows in 2020. Um, and quarantine. MTV. They're the only one. Yeah. MT, uh, gotta, v- you yeah. know MTV's going to take a take MTV's going to so try MTV to take awards, that, yeah. yeah. Video Music Awards is going to take a hint. Yeah, they got... They're yeah. going to... I mean, they probably looked at BT, saw the numbers. Um, I think a lot of people are saying... The people who did watch it, I know there's a lot of people who weren't... Who didn't watch it or who said that they weren't, but <laughs> now they got to go back. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think now we're probably going to see MTV talk about their music awards in August and June. Uh, well, normally they have one in June, so they canceled that one, and then they do another one in August. So we'll see if they do the movie awards. Um, but speak speaking about speaking about uh, award shows and 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 things that you know a lot of groups of big people go to. So according to um, Power One Hundred Five, fellas, I didn't know that. This weekend was not just the BET. Was well, this weekend was the Essence fucking festival? And that's Orleans. interesting. I didn't know that. It, normally they don't they don't do it at this time. Uh, son, uh, uh, the Essence festival actually was supposed to be this fucking weekend coming up. I didn't even know they pushed this shit up. It was supposed to be this weekend coming up. O- originally before this whole quarantine shit happened, because I I initially remember when X and I was talking about possibly going for this year. We was talking about that shit from last year and from last year. I had been new the dates and the dates were supposed to be this weekend coming. So mm-hmm. when they said it on the radio that it happened, I was just like, what the fuck is that about? What? Mm-hmm. Well, that brings us into our next topic. Uh, COVID-19 ni- is back like it never left because it never fucking did. So yeah, <laughs> facts. I don't know what these states thought it was, but of course, Texas, Florida, and I mean, California has been trying. So they're just trying and not doing, I guess, well, yeah, but it's not, it's not but ideal. COVID, I think this week we had COVID uh, reach the highest number in the U.S. Number of cases, new cases in one day. Yeah. Um, this week that happened. We had the highest number of cases from one state. Um, and it was not New York. <laughs> I think it was fucking That's- Florida, one of them states. So... They a lot. I mean, Texas and Florida, we know, didn't take COVID seriously. No, and no. now all of a sudden, now they're talking about, oh, we gotta close everything back up, and July Fourth shit is dead. How y'all feeling? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know what's interesting about it, bro. We and called it. I th- we called it. We yeah, said it. We, we it. the problem is that the federal government chose to give power to the states to make their decisions whether or not they wanted to keep things open. Or close things up instead of doing a nationwide lockdown. Right. 
and letting everybody just smoothly pay, let this thing smoothly die out. He le- he left it up to the states to make these individual decisions. What happened was some states were just like, now nah, we straight. Numbers is looking all right. We finna open back up. <laughs> and now numbers is on the uptick. And now we're here in New York and they're like, yeah, things is about to open up back. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, you got to still pace yourselves because it's going to be all fine and dandy. And then August is going to spin around and we're going to see numbers going back up and up and up again because the other night I'm coming home from the studio and I'm passing by a strip club and you would have thought there was a fucking bazaar happening. It was literally a party going on outside, bro. It was like a hundred people out there. And I was yeah, just like, I keep seeing niggas outside and I'm like, yo, come on, y'all. Y'all niggas got to relax. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. A hundred niggas, bro. Wow, that's uh, I I don't I don't it think people care. Crowded, bro. It I don't think people care, crowded. bro. I don't think people care if they I was get just it. Like, I don't think they care. Restaurants, dining, they dining outside, but yet the tables are still mad close Rare. to each other. Four, facts, four, facts. Four feet apart, nigga. I can still sneeze on you. Facts. I'm just like, what? Are, are these niggas not taking this shit serious? So I'm just like, all this is happening, and. You still got to take into cons- into consideration that the cases are not gone are not gone. And in New There's York still we're still popping up positive. We're not going down. We're we're steady. We're staying steady at a certain number. So there's only two states that went down uh this week. Every other state is either in the middle and 36 other states saw a spike. They saw an increase. Wow. So 36 <laughs> states saw a spike, two states saw a decrease. And everybody else just stayed middle ground, including New York and New Jersey. So niggas is getting a little too comfortable and we're going to start seeing them numbers go back up. Like we still have to understand that population density is our biggest issue in New York. Like right. these other states are spread out. So you're not going to see Bob and, and Su- Susie and Jill, you know, every day in New York. If you go outside, you're bumping into at least one nigga that got COVID. Facts. <laughs> You know, big facts. you're coming big across facts. one nigga that got it. Whether you catch it or not is a different story. But one mm-hmm. of them niggas you coming across is is got a little tickle in their throat or don't even know that they got some shit. So good luck. Oh, G- good yo. luck with that. America, good luck, man. All of all of our listeners, I know uh, some of you guys been rocking with us from the beginning. You know, I, I, I've done it, okay? So I, 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 I can't act like I haven't. So I'm, I'm going to use this platform to say, motherfucker, if you're feeling sick or if you're not feeling sick and you're curious like my black ass was, go and get tested. I got tested three Mondays ago and I'm actually thinking about probably trying to do this shit every, every month or so just to really be on it. Um, and this is just a, a sidebar. Um, there's a lot of men in general in our community of color that don't even like going to the doctor. So I know it's going to be tough for niggas to just go fucking get a um fucking cotton swab up their nose. Y'all niggas got to start taking your health more serious, man. It's not a fucking joke. Y'all really need to start taking your health more serious. If not for you, for other people, because it's, they, not, they even about, it. it's not even about you for the most part with this disease. It's about you catching some shit, not knowing you got it, giving it to some nigga who got asthma. Now they in the hospital on a ventilator and and don't come on back. life support because it's, of you. It's, it's as simple as that. Especially if you know you get around, if you know you're always out and about, if you know you're always dealing with people, then do the right thing. You feel I me? Mean? Like I feel like that's the least you could do is get tested, 
And it's funny because that's going to become a common phrase moving forward. It is. It is. And you got to get tested. You got to be prepared. And if you know you're going to be out there moving around, you deal with people a lot, then like what Distinguished say, the reason, the, the responsible thing to do is at least once a month. You know, Once a month, get, I think it's perfectly fine. Yeah. That way, it's the right amount of time between contacts. So, yeah. Flo, you got to dip out, right? Yes, I have to dip out, fellas. Y'all already know what the deal is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll at y'all later. All right, um, D-Flow. Happy birthday again, big bro. We're going to harass you tomorrow. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. I'm going to holler at y'all later. All right, peace. Later, Flo. Peace. So, distinguished brother, we yes, have... Sir. Jada Kiss versus Fabuloso tonight. I think on, um, on versus. On How versus, you feeling? I think this is gonna be one of the most epic battles ever. It's dead ass. Cause first I gotta of all, wear do rag, bro. During yeah. the show, I gotta. <laughs> I'm I gotta dead. wear do rag, bro. Dead. Yeah, man. J- J- Jada Kiss. I mean, Jada Kiss last album, you know, um, Ignatius, which was um, which was named after his. Um, one of his best friends. Um, I mm. was watching an interview with him on Power 105, and Ignatius is actually the name of one of his best friends who did not tell Jada Kiss that he had cancer and he was dying. Mm. Um, he literally was dodging Jada Kiss for like months, and Jada Kiss said it broke his heart, and he wanted to really do something that would not only uplift him but move him, but move the level of his consciousness and the way that he was thinking about music and hip hop culture forward. So. Ignatius to me is undoubtedly one of Jada Kiss's best bodies of work because he was so moved and inspired by his friend Ignatius. Um, right. But um, just to um, get to what I'm trying to say here, I think Jada Kiss and Fabulous doing this for the culture is long overdue because initially when Versus started, I feel like Versus was kind of like something to kind of just take our minds off of what the fuck has been going inside. It was for play, has, play. It was yeah, play, it was play. For play, play. And now versus and we called it versus is going to be that thing that we all are going to be looking forward to moving forward we're going to be looking especially with artists that we love that we appreciate that we know that does a lot for the culture i never met fabulous but i remember the day i met jada kiss i met jada kiss um around december i think it was december 1st 2018 and i was doing bars in a barbershop and this was before we started the show and jada kiss was in there and i was like you know, how you doing, sir? You know, my name is Distinguished. Um, I know that you're here shopping, but I, I just want to um, I just want to see if you have time to stay. I have an amazing show that's going to be happening in Tom, Dick, and Harry's. I would love for you to stay. And he said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stay, but I will encourage you to keep going because mm-hmm. I like it already. I, I like what I hear already. You know, he shook my hand, and it was all love. And I could just tell from that that whoever comes into contact with, like, a Jada Kiss, I know it's going to be positive vibes, positive love. So shout out to Jada Kiss and Fabulous for doing the damn thing tonight. I will definitely be tuned in. I um, met Jada Kiss back in, I want to say it was 2017, mm-hmm. and um, he was doing something with the young people that I work with, Okay, and it, it was definitely an all-love situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Jada, Jada Kiss has a resume that is somewhat unappreciated, mm-hmm. um, nice. and I think that he is going to remind people of that tonight now don't get it twisted i have fab winning i i i have i have fab winning too i do i do (laughs) based off hits though based off hits yeah fab is is favored for me um i like fab's music more than i like jada kiss 
Um, right. So I and I do like I said. I think I like you said rather. I think Fab has more hits than that. More recognizable hits. Rather. More recognizable Jada, hits. Correct. Jada yeah. Kiss has more hits. I think in general because no, he's been Kiss around because he's been around longer than Fabulous. Yeah, the locks. He was part of the locks. Rough riders. Yeah. So. He got some. He got some things that is. He's gonna pull out the tank tonight. That people are gonna be like, wait a minute. But mm-hmm. um, more recognizable hits off the ready. I think Fab has him. So if you it's know what it tw- is, mm-hmm. not to cut you off. They talked about this on the radio one time. I think I think it was on Hot ninety seven. And Fabulous, like they was asking Fab who's in his top five, and Fab goes, "Well, nigga, I'm in my top five. And then they were talking about other rappers, and Fab goes. He thinks the thing that puts him over the edge over most hip hop heads, even from like back in the day up until now, Fab has more um, female joints. And by default, we know that with that, he's going to win because we can recite Fab lyrics right now, bro. And we're going to know more Fab shit than Jada. If they if they dip into that uh, talking to the women (laughs) songs, Fab Fab has a Fab has more of those for sure. He does. He's 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 going for that. He's going for the crown. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's exciting tonight. I'm like, I feel like, like they're getting to the point with these verses where I kind of, I, it's an anticipation of the Super Bowl a little bit. Like it's starting to get to the, like that Alicia John legend. I know that that was probably the least anticipated, but it was a really dope, like it was a really dope versus. Right. And then Bounty Killer, um, versus Beanie Beanie Man. Man. That's probably the best right now so far. That's top tier. Super, (laughs) super anticipation for that one. Um, but yeah, like this, if they continue to do these matchups, like these yeah. really good matchups, mm-hmm. versus is going to be a great thing. And the beautiful thing about it is they can redo these matchups when everything opens back up. And in, in, in live, right. With a split stage. And that's right. going to be fire. You ma- Can you imagine a versus setup and it's like Fab on one side, Jada Kiss on the other, and the stage moves. They bring out whatever they want to bring out, whoever right. they want to bring out dances and stuff like they get creative control and then in, right. in the audience you have your phone and you can you can vote who won you for the night you can vote who won and i think the other dope thing that would be dope to see is if and when or outside opens up and you buy your ticket not only do you choose what side you're on but each side of the audience oh that's comes lit. with certain shit for the oh, artist that's lit. that would be insane oh that's son. lit that's lit that would be yo, insane. Put like us it. on the yeah. fucking payroll, yeah. y'all. Put us on payroll, cause we, we, yo, we got the ideas, we got the euphism, we ready to work. Facts. Ready to work. Uh, a nigga who will be out of work soon is President Trump has a warrant out for his arrest. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Iran put a warrant out for war crimes against uh Donald Trump and thirty nine wow. others, I think. Uh, so I don't even know how that works. Um, I think the UN would have to recognize it for anybody to actually consider taking any action. Um, but I don't know what happens if Donald Trump has to go to Iran for any type right. of business. And I don't like, know how that plead works his out. case, right? Plead why he did what he did and when it or, happened. Or and- let's say he don't even recognize the shit. Let's say he's like, man, fuck these niggas. That that warrant don't mean nothing. What happens when he has to do like a a summit or he has to go meet with the leaders there? Can they arrest him when he gets on their soil? Like quarantine. It, <laughs> quarantine. Is him, is him getting arrested considered a war crime? And then the US would have to take military action? I don't know. Right. Shit is spooky. That's all I know. Shit is very, is. very spooky. So Jacquees uh made headlines, staying in line with uh, these verses. Jacquees made headlines this week because 
apparently there was a matchup going on where it was Miguel versus Jacquees. And uh, a lot of people was like, yo, Jacquees is bugging for even thinking he can match up with Miguel. How do you feel about that, sir? First of all, I feel like Jacquees has a good voice, but in terms of um, musicality and um, his influence on the culture in general, you know, some people may argue and say that Jacquees looks better than Miguel, but the reality is this. Miguel is the more seasoned, better artist, and I also feel like Miguel can do more things with his voice than Jacquees because we've heard Miguel do things where he's super high alto, then he's like mid-range, then he's like tenor, then he's like soprano. Like that that dude can really sing his ass off. And Jacquees can sing as well, but I think when it comes to being realistic about who's going to take the cake on a versus, if that was to ever really happen, that's definitely going to Miguel. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I think this nigga... uh... I think this nigga Jacquees is bugging the fuck out, bro. He, he's been bugging since he jumped on the scene, though, bro. Jacquees yeah, I, really has been bugging. Yeah. I think that's his thing. His thing is to, you know, spark controversy by saying he's either the king. He's an or, R&B troll. He, he's yeah, an R&B yeah, troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's R&B 6ix9ine. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean, clean. But um, with that being said, yeah, Miguel would kill that nigga. Like, yeah, he would. Vocal range is not even a question. Vocal like, range Mi- is not a question. <laughs> Miguel is like a nine, and this nigga is like a a five. Like, yes. in vocal yes. range, <laughs> yes. like he can yes. sing, but he can't do what Miguel can do. No. Um, performance, Miguel could outperform this nigga. Performance, Miguel. I, I seen Miguel perform. I'm like, this motherfucker performs different oh. types of songs. Miguel yes. has different genres, uh, everything from rock to R and B. So right. it's like Jacquees, just relax, bro. Relax. Stay in your lane. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, Jacquees has flowers that are to come to him. He just mm. has to continue to build his reputation, and he's what he's doing is going to make him seem like the clown of R and B, and people are going to start to like not really think he's serious, like not take him right. seriously. Um, I think he runs the risk of that by trying to troll every five minutes and say he's mm-hmm. better than this artist, better than that artist, or whatever the case is. So I would rather him just focus on the music. Just just put the music out. Let us let us critique it. I mean, his last body of work was so-so. It wasn't great. It wasn't something that everybody spoke about. He has to mm-hmm. put his energy into putting out a really good body of work. That's it. Twitch banned Donald Trump. I don't know how many people uh, use Twitch, any of our listeners that use Twitch, but they banned the motherfucker from it for temporarily. Why did they, well, why did they ban him? Recently, Donald Trump retweeted, and I don't know if he posted on his other accounts as well, but he retweeted a group of white people screaming out white power. Oh, wow. And he claimed, he claims he didn't hear them say white power when he retweeted it. He just saw the Trump that they were supporting Trump for re-election, but he didn't right. hear that they were also yelling out white power. Idiot. So a lot Idiot. of platforms are kind of like, all right, my nigga, this your this your last <laughs> this your last motherfucking strike. We didn't had enough of this shit. I mean, um, the, um, uh, um, just just to piggyback on that, the Rolling Stones also is now in the in the process of possibly giving um Donald Trump a a, a lawsuit. A lawsuit, yeah, they trying to sue his yeah, ass. They trying to sue his ass for fucking using um music that was not licensed. Like they didn't get like they, his 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 people that were in control of him doing that campaign situation, nobody contacted Rolling Stones people and was like, "All right, cool, we're going to get this music licensed. This how much money we're going to need." But I think they don't even want to be associated with the motherfucker. That's what it is. That's a big that. fuck you. 
That's yeah, a big. I, stop using my shit because we don't right. fuck with what you have to say. Like right, right. <laughs> like we not with this guy. You know exactly. because a lot of people would associate if you're licensing or allowing him to do certain things that you're cool with his policies and how he's been moving as a president. And I think a lot of artists are particularly very like cautious about that because they don't want to they don't want to get canceled. And right, that's a quick way to get canceled. A very quick way to get canceled. So you was telling me, I mean, what isn't canceled is the NBA will be back on July 30th. Yeah, NBA will be back on July 30th. I definitely heard um, heard that news today. Uh, reported from um, Angela Yee. She was reading from a, a news source. I forgot I forgot the news source, but I'm pretty sure it was somewhere between either M- NBA themselves or um, ESPN. But yeah, so the NBA is supposed to be re- uh, resuming games. Um, on July 30th, also the women's W, uh, the, the women's uh, NBA will also be resuming their games sometime in July. That date wasn't specified, but I don't know, man. I think it's too soon. Um, I really think people need to probably reevaluate what the fuck that means because I do know for the most part when those games open up, yes, um, the players will probably be playing, still be playing in empty arenas. However, when they have players around each other. Are you really going to be able to gauge all the players' health and make sure this person didn't probably go to this uh, bar or maybe they was around somebody that was sick and they didn't know? Like, I don't know how you're going to gauge all of that, but uh, I'm praying that everybody that um, is playing for the NBA and the women's uh, NBA, everybody is safe and they are aware of how serious that shit can get. Because, again, there was a photo that was circulating a few weeks ago on the news and they were saying, imagine one person in a stadium that can hold over 20,000 people and that one person sneezes on somebody and all those people in some way, shape, or form interact with each other at some point before they leave the stadium, that's how fast the coronavirus can spread. So I don't, I don't know, man. I don't I, my, know. my biggest, I mean, one of the, the things that I'm kind of not really feeling is, I mean, there's a debate regarding whether this is going to be a distraction from what, is going on or not. I know that the NBA put out a statement that basically said that players are allowed to change uh, their last name on their jersey and take yes. it off. And yeah, put, and put a hashtag. Yeah, they can put a political statement. That was interesting. <laughs> that was interesting. Which is, yeah, it's an interesting uh, gesture. I know the, yeah. the NBA has been trying, so I'm not really critical of them, but opening back up and having games on TV and stuff like that, I'm really interesting in the ramifications and after effects that we're not thinking about. Because typically when people watch games, a lot of people like to watch games together. So in a a sense, that's going to promote people going to other people's houses, going to bars again with these bars opening back up, uh, going going to places where there's large gatherings to watch games, especially with finals and stuff like that. A A lot of people love to go to one place to watch the finals together. Mm-hmm. So, finals, Super Bowl, championships. So my concern is what are the the effects that we're not really taking into account besides the whole quote-unquote distraction from uh, protests? I mean, that's a debate. You can make a, a debate on both sides. You got people that mm-hmm. say black people could chew gum and walk at the same time. And then you have people who say, obviously... For those who were on the fence in the first place about going to protest, if a game is coming on at five and they were supposed to go protest at five, they might sit and watch the game and miss the protest. 
So Facts. there's arguments on both sides. I don't think there's anything <laughs> right or wrong. I you do feel so right. like the precedent, though, from what we know is that the more distractions, the more people will be distracted. Mm-hmm. So if there is basketball out there, you best believe there are going to be some people who will calmly remove themselves from political movements um, and all of that and sit their ass down to watch a basketball game. It, it is inevitable that that yeah. will be some people. Um, so there's that end of it. And then there's the end of it, like I said, in regards to the unintended consequences of people getting hype and wanting to be together. So I guess we'll see how all of that works out. It's very interesting that there there's them in Major League Baseball, I think, that are starting back up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, baseball. Yeah, I definitely heard about baseball. I heard about baseball last week, and I was like, oh, we'll see. I don't know, man. I don't know who's really saying to whoever's making the decisions that this is a smart idea because I'm, I'm pretty sure if they have like medical people around them which i know they do health practitioners and people who are doing like um uh study shows shit and they're showing them charts and regions and you know the probability of this happening versus if you know it's 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 less or worse i'm pretty sure they're listening to them but they're not really listening to them like they hear them doing their presentation they're like oh, we will be okay yeah yeah bro so <laughs> Final thing we got to talk about is Cam Newton has signed with the New England Patriots, bro. Yes, he did. Yes, he <laughs> did. How? What we feel? What's the What's the word, bro? Uh, Cam Newton. I feel like this is your last shot to impress us. Overall, yeah, it's a one year contract. Bro. It's a yeah, it's a one year contract. When I heard that today, I was like, okay, so he literally has one year to prove that he's not only a good football player that he actually can dominate and be the person who. We think he can be because uh, Cam Newton, he's an interesting guy, man. He He's very interesting. In a lot of ways, he reminds me of um, Ocho Cinco. Yeah, yeah I don't know. He, he's, he's, he's interesting. Cam Cam has had an interesting football story. Cam has, has. gone from being, I think he was drafted number one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he was drafted high. And he was, like, really dominant for a long period of time, but never could get a Super Bowl. Right. And a ring. I mean, getting a Super Bowl ring is extremely hard. So I can't fault right. him for that. But in the last couple of years, he just seemed very disappointing. Yeah. And now there's this this theory and this narrative that he can't play as well as he once could. So, like you said, I think this is his last shot before people start to really rule Cancel. him out. Yeah, like, all right, cool. Well, you know, the moment we hear Cam Newton is a free agent, just know that it's clipped. Once you start hearing that F.A. word, <laughs> you might want to start to pack it up, bro. <laughs> you might That's wanna... a fact. Yeah, bro, because anytime you hear that with any major like star or player in any field, once you hear those words, free agent, son, you on thin ice, kid. You really got to figure shit out. I mean, especially when you haven't been playing, I guess, well, and you've had right. all these locker room issues and... Mm-hmm. All this stuff other in stuff. the press, stuff in the media, you know, certain stuff you've said in interviews, certain clothing that you've worn. Ah, son, it's it's a lot, bro. And it's unfortunate that, you know, again, you have all this talent, you have all this promise and you not only let yourself down, you let the people around you that was trying to help you get to where you were. You let them down. And then at the end of the day, fans are the ones that keeps this whole fucking thing rolling. You let the fans down. And once the and once you let the fans down, bro, free agent has has been acquired. Okay. And 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 let's keep it a stack. Black people been rooting for you and having your back since day one. Since day one. 
And I mean, I know he hasn't stepped his foot into too many super hot controversies, but I do know there were times where like the black community wasn't really feeling something that he did. But mm-hmm. um, listen, I'm 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 rooting for him. Uh, he, his chances are not high of getting a Super Bowl this year. Uh, the Buccaneers with with Brady seem with to Brady be a decent. Is be, yeah, they seem to be a decent team. But the what I am happy about is the NFL is one of those leagues that doesn't shake up often. And this year, it kind of feels like it's it's anybody's game. Like there's so many different ways. This can go. There's always been like these dominant teams. You're always talking about the Seahawks. You're always talking about uh, the Broncos until homeboy left. You, you're always talking about the Patriots. You're always talking about um, the Colts. But this year, it's like you got the it's Buccaneers free. in play. It's a free game. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. free game. It's free game, bro. What's the uh, tough knot? Tough knot is, listen, y'all, um, outside has been slowly reopening up. Um, if I'm not mistaken, we are in phase three. Um, if I'm not mistaken, we are in phase three within New York State. Uh, well, N- New York City, I should say. I've been seeing a lot of places open up. You know, D-Flow earlier talked about the strip club, you know, where I work in the city. So what they have that I've been seeing, and I'm pretty sure you've been seeing this too in Brooklyn, X, there's a lot of businesses that instead of going inside, they have the curbside situation. So you literally, they got the tents and you just sit outside. Yeah. To me, And wait for your shit I, to get delivered. Right. To me, honestly, it's a bit tacky because there are people that are sitting down now, drinking and, you know, smoking hookah, which is, I'm just bougie. I can't be smoking hookah standing up outside or sitting down. Like, I, I'm sorry. Um, but I don't know. I, I think people, again, really need to take their health um, serious because this is not over. In a few months... My nigga, the sun will go down and the weather will quickly turn from 82 to fucking 32. So, uh, yeah, um, we, we we're still not in the clear um, again. I, uh, I think that's part of the problem, bro. Yeah. I think a lot of people are trying their hardest to make something out of this summer because they don't want to lose the whole summer. And I've been hearing that from a lot of women. Like a lot of women are like, oh, I want to travel. Oh, I just need to get my hair and my nails done. And honestly, like what I'm hearing is, yo, if this was real life, you're letting me know now that you are spoiled. Like America has spoiled a lot of us, bro. God damn, son. We are really spoiled out here, son. Yeah, I mean, we're... It's a mix of us being spoiled and it's a mix of America not doing right by those who are not able to get any form of income or right. any form of, of reciprocity during this time. It's, it's, it's like two different diametrically disposed elements happening at the same time. You got the people who have been out of a job and out of out of uh, having money and stuff mm-hmm. like that for a long time. And, right. and they're having issues where they want to get back to work. And on the other side of it, you have the spoiled group who is upset because they're not able to put out the Instagram content that they want to put out. Right. You have both of those groups out there. And it's it's really, truly terrifying because let's say let's say COVID mutates, God forbid. And they're already saying that people between the ages of 40 and 20 are getting it at a more rapid rate than they were previously. But let's say that this thing starts to like really ramp up and it goes from from a one to two percent mortality rate to a a five to ten percent mortality rate. Mm-hmm. Y'all niggas still telling me y'all going risk going outside and catching this right. this joint? Right. I don't know. That's that's really that's really creepy. Um, 
Yeah, yes. but you have anything else for the tough knot? Yeah, man, that is the tough knot, man. I'm so glad that I'm taking this shit seriously, and I'm so glad that I'm not really exposed to large groups of people. Um, it's just really my family, a few women I've been talking to, and that's it. Like I, I really keep my distance. And uh, in the beginning, I definitely was very ignorant and not really putting on my mask, but I've been forced to not only do it, but now I'm just like, honestly, I really don't want that shit. So when it's appropriate, when it's time to put that shit on, like when I'm going to work or when I'm going into a, a store or, you know, even even if I'm in an ele- elevator and there's somebody, even, I'm just, I just got that shit on. You just never know, son. You just never know. Yeah. Um, what would dad say is to piggyback off of that? Uh, the world is opening up not because it's safe, but because they need their economies to run. Yeah. And I read that I read that meme somewhere and it's really true and it really sticks. We are not getting back to to quote unquote normalcy because it's we're all in the clear and everything's good. Literally, we had the highest rate of infection this week amidst everybody opening up their economies. We have people who were saying that this was a myth and a hoax and whatever now having to backpedal and say, we finna stop opening up our state because it's getting too crazy. So that should tell you where we really are. It's just a matter of once they started opening shit back up, they were like, yo, we can't backpedal right now. We're going to have to wait and see what happens. And unfortunately, us as human beings are being used as the guinea pigs. So right. avoid being a guinea pig. And keep your ass inside as as much as you can. Not saying don't visit friends and stuff like that. Obviously, we need that human connection. But just be smart and be careful. Um, Exactly. Just to finish off, there was a story. I think we mentioned it last week. I'm not sure. But there's a story about 16 friends who went down to Florida. And all 16 of them came back with COVID-19. Yeah, I think this was the week before last. But yeah, I definitely remember us covering that. That's insane. So what's the update on them? Anybody died or they still alive? No, they said two of them got it really bad. And most of them didn't have um, that many symptoms. They had mild symptoms. But two of them got it really, really bad um, out of the 16. So, (laughs) um, but all in all, just don't be that group of 16. Don't be that group that's like, oh, everything is fine and dandy. And y'all start going to these these house parties and these backyard parties and nobody's wearing masks. There's a hundred niggas there. Y'all all <laughs> dancing on each other, <laughs> like drinking from each other's cups, doing all types of stupid shit. And then wondering why you, you coughing the next day. You know I'm what I mean? Dead. Like, <laughs> don't beat them niggas. So Facts. this has been another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. We gave y'all a short one this week. We've been giving y'all some long ass episodes during COVID to make up for the for the days that we had to miss, the weeks that we had to miss as we were figuring shit out. But right. uh, this week is short, and uh, we got some surprises coming with the show. We got some really dope things. We are holding off on guests until this shit gets figured out, cause I don't want to do the Zoom guest shit. That that to me is a little wacky. We may think consider that, but I'm not a fan of it. I'd rather have the the. I'd rather have the guests with us because I think that gives a different energy. But um, yeah, bro, we out.